It's not just another boring podcast from some loser broadcasting from his mom's basement. It's from his dingy garage instead. Whatever, man. We cover everything. Pop culture, food, let me guess, tacos again? That's that's what this show's about. Politics, sports, entertainment, and whatever the hell else is on his mind. I have an addictive personality. Live from the Big Brother Bungalow in Southern California. Scared to tell us the city, Jake? Yeah. <laughs> it's the Big Brother Jake Podcast. What? Wait, wait, wait. What? Yes, my internet's still working, my microphone's still working, so I'm going to do it again. Episode 2 right here. What's good, y'all? It's Big Brother Jake, a.k.a. Jake Warner, my government name. Welcome to the Big Brother Jake Podcast. You're listening on SoundCloud.com slash the Big Brother Jake Podcast or on iTunes. Yes, I have posted it on iTunes now. So if you haven't heard episode one, number one, shame on you because it was pretty damn good, I thought. Why? I did it. That's why. So I'm going to say it's good. Okay. Second of all, I don't even know what I was going with that. But if you missed the first episode, it is now on iTunes also posted on soundcloud.com slash the big brother jake podcast the love was very overwhelming i'm really 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 humbled and i'm grateful that y'all tuned in and now you're listening to the second episode i just wanted to go in the garage and blow off some steam because you know being a married man being a father being you know disgruntled as a middle-aged man not really doing what he wants to do in life. I needed a place to express that. And I, you know, the podcast I thought would be a good idea for that. I was expecting, you know, just like seven people to tune in and and, you know, that being my wife, like three friends, two enemies and my mom. And if the math is not seven, my degree's not in math, okay? So, whatever, you know. Shut up. Um the love has been very overwhelming. I, I'm just baffled um, by how much people like could relate. Because um, I'm just like everybody else, except I'm fat and I'm self-deprecating and I love to eat and I like to crack jokes. Most of them aren't funny, but they are to me, so it doesn't matter. Poo-poo on you. So the love was great. The responses were great. So I said, you know what? We're going to keep doing this. And I don't plan on stopping anytime soon. Um, with that being said, a lot of life-changing events has happened since the first episode, which is why this one came a little bit later than I wanted it to. Um, I went through a pretty dark time in my life the past seven or eight months. 2018 was not a good year for me. Damn, wait, he's already going dark. This guy's already like bumming me out now. Why is he so serious? There's a happy ending to this, okay? Um, I figured this podcast would be what I needed. Blow off some steam. Have a good time. Tell some stories. Play some music. Do some crazy stuff, which we will eventually. It won't just be me. Blah, 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 blah. Please have a good guest. Please go do something else other than ramble. I will, okay? I will. I will. But the radio thing is what I really want to do. And I missed it. So the podcast happened. 
And last episode, you got to know me, know who I was, what I was about. But there's one thing I really didn't discuss. And I'm going to go there right now. Right off the bat. Because if I don't, and I'm not authentic to who I am and to what I want to do with this podcast, then I shouldn't even do it. But for a good seven months, I was really ill physically, and I was ill mentally. I wasn't happy. I wasn't doing what I do best and what I love to do. Now, granted, I had a really good job at the University of Laverne. I was four minutes from work. I was home by 5.15 every night. My family and I would have dinner by 6 without any problems. Okay, I'm lying. My wife would tell you I'm lying because sometimes she would do most of the cooking. But I helped. And I always do the dishes. So if you want me to come over and eat, I will clean your dishes. People will tell you that. And anyways, dude, shut up. Like, continue. Okay, I will. Why am I having a conversation with somebody else? Anyway, so I was not in a good frame of mind. I was not in a happy state. I was getting these blood infections that were putting me out for days at a time. And it led to depression. Wow few minutes in he's already at it and he's serious yeah man because it's so taboo and people are so quick to say oh man well just be happy just you know just change damn that's all i gotta do man what am i waiting for i'm gonna be happy now Woo! yes i'm happy all my problems are gone all my problems are gone i used to think that people should do that until it happened to me So with all these blood infections I'm getting, I'm missing work. I'm missing work. I'm at home. I'm at home. I'm missing work. But I'm missing work. Not the work I'm at. The work I gave up. I worked in radio. I identified myself with being a radio guy. Sometimes I got to go in there. But I'm more of a behind-the-scenes kind of guy. like to play with the audio, push the buttons, be a sidekick on the air with every host I've worked with, most of them. Some hosts didn't even want me on the air, probably because I could outshine their ass. It's fact. I'm not cocky, but I'm confident. But I was too scared to take that chance, so... I played it safe by being a board op or assistant producer or whatever. But anyways, I realized being out sick from work for so long, I realized being out from work for so long, did I want to go back? Yeah, I was going to go back. I was going to go back. But it wasn't what I wanted to do. Here I am, 42 years old. Family. Got everything. Got a nice home. Decent. 
middle class neighborhood, Eastern San Gabriel Valley, California, L.A. suburbs, life is good. But I'm sitting here like, man, all the fun things I used to do. All the access I used to have behind the scenes to certain places. Whether it was Dodger Stadium or Staples Center. You know, I was really crushed and never got over leaving the Dodgers. But I wanted to start a family. I didn't want to travel no more. So I was like, okay. No more sports teams. Just going to work in a studio and be happy with it. And I was. And it worked out perfectly for a long time. Till I realized I overstayed my welcome. Wanted a regular job like everybody else. Where are you going with this, Jake? Where are you going? Follow me. Follow me. Don't give up on me. All right. So, yeah. Realizing I knew my calling, but didn't know how to get back to it. It depressed me. So I don't know why I'm getting sick and all these blood infections. And honestly, I wasn't doing what I love to do. I realized how much I missed radio. And one Saturday night, as I'm setting up the studio to do this podcast, my wife and I proceed to have um, words. She's going to kill me if she hears this. And she's like, I don't know what it is with you. I don't know what's going on with you. What is going on with you? Just be honest with me. You're not yourself. You don't joke around with people no more. You're distant from us. And I said, I'm going to say it. I miss working with sports teams and radio. I miss radio, period. You know, but... The studio setting isn't really my thing. If the price is right, I'll be there tomorrow. But I was just, I thought it was done. I said, nobody's ever going to call me back. It's never going to happen again, ever. My wife's like, ye of little faith. If it happened once, it could happen again. I was like, you know what? I don't even want to talk to you right now. You don't know what the hell you're talking about. Fellas, I wouldn't suggest saying it like that to your wife because then you're just going to make her more upset. So learn from me. But anyways, she said, you know what? Fine. I think it it could happen again for you. It can. It can. But whatever. Let me just finish setting up the studio. You do your thing. and I'm just going to be out here and blow off some steam. And at that time, I was laid up sick. Woe was me, just not knowing how to cope. I was pretty messed up. So, by dealing with my illness, working with some friends, working with some professionals, it was pretty unanimous when everybody said, why don't you just do what you want to do? <laughs> Here all y'all go saying, why don't you just do what you want to do? What I want to do, I can't because it's 
it's it's a very exclusive club. It's hard to get in. Until I drove up to Shaver Lake, California, where we all, some very good friends of ours, meet together. And the call came, fell right in my lap. Jake, you want to come back? Come back to the game? Hell yeah, I want to get back. But what are we doing? The Clippers and the Kings need an audio engineer. <gasps> what? I'm an audio engineer. Duh, that's why we're calling you. <laughs> and so, by the grace of God and a few lucky scenarios, I'm back in the game. Now, why did I go for about 10 minutes and tell this story? I'm a middle-aged man. I'm 42. Throughout my career, I was in a dead-end job. They were good to me, but it was there was no future in it. And I played it safe, and I was mad at myself for playing it safe. But I didn't give up. Even when I got clowned by my wife because I was giving up, don't give up. Work your ass off. Keep your contacts. And follow your passion. Whatever it is you want to do, you will do it if you put the work in. So keep your inner circle. Listen to your family and your friends. Listen to your heart. Listen to your head. Because if you end up doing something you're not happy doing, you will miss weeks worth of work. And when you start stressing, your body can't take the overload that's happening with the stress and anxiety. Because when I started thinking about how unhappy I was in my life, I would get physically ill. And then I get mentally Broken. And to my friends and my family that had to put up with me for about a year, I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm really, really sorry. But they were there. And if you're going there, seek the help you need. Be you know, Find a professional that'll, that'll listen to you and take care of you. Don't suffer in silence. I did for so long, and it was a place I've never been. And I used to be that guy. Just be happy, man. Oh, that's all I have to do? Just be happy? Man, I'm done. I ain't depressed no more. I used to think, oh, man, you're weak. Why would you do that? Until it happened to me. And I'm in a better place now. I work on it daily. And I think telling my close loved ones what I'm going through what I'm dealing with and them not judging me and just encouraging me made it so much easier and now I'm back to doing what I love to do got a crack at being a team employee again now it is very weird especially the other night watching courtside by the way 
the Clippers and the Lakers playing each other. I'm a diehard Laker fan. I love the Lakers. I grew up with the Lakers. Magic Johnson's my favorite player of all time, and nobody can tell me otherwise. He's the best. And I saw him courtside same night. I waved to him, but he didn't wave back. So I'll get over that. But I was conflicted. But I was back at it, doing what I love to do. Sitting in front of a mixing board because I can't play instruments and I don't have the pipes nor the, the, the skill to be a play-by-play guy because I would just, like, mess up everything. People on the radio would be like, did he pass the ball? Like, what's he doing? Like, did he score? Uh, this guy didn't give a score. Now he's talking about tacos. But I'm doing what I love to do. Whether you want to be a nurse, whether you want to be an IT person, whether you want to be a police officer, whether you want to be an astronaut, whether you want to be a doctor, a pastor, a preacher, a lawyer, a cashier, a barista, a Disney character, whatever the hell it is you want to do, don't stop. And it doesn't matter how old you are. Just do it anyway. Because a life full of what ifs is a life full of sadness. Do what you're destined to do. Do what you love to do and be happy doing it. Take it from me. Take it from me. It was a crazy time. But being candid, being open, and being honest about what I was going through opened more doors for me than staying silent. So reach out to your loved ones. If they reject you, don't want to talk, reach out to a professional. All right? And you too will see all those doors open. I went a little too deep on the first segment of my podcast this episode. So let, let's let's make it fun again. Let's make it fun again, okay? You're listening to the Big Brother Jake Podcast. Okay, the uh, last episode of the Big Brother Jake Podcast, I got a lot of feedback, especially about the, uh, the story I told about Vince Scully pretty much saving my life. Um, people didn't believe it. I don't care if you believed it or not, but it happened, and uh, I got witnesses. Now, when I tell stories, there's always somebody that can back me up. I have no friends out there that will lie for me because they don't. They never have my back. So guess what? I'm going to tell another story just because you guys liked the last one. Hit the music. Oh, wait, I'm the one hitting the music. Hold on. Yeah, okay. Y'all like that Latin flavor right there? Yeah, I made that. Um, you know, you can go to um, bandcamp.com slash bigbrotherjake, and uh, you can check out all my albums there. That's a cheap plug. Most of my albums are free or $1 for the entire thing, so check it out. You might like it. Anyways, um, I know you dig this jam. Um, the reason why I'm playing this particular uh, beat here is because... Um, this story, once again, something about Mexico and me that just doesn't sit well. And I love Mexico. I love the people. Of course, I love the food. Everyone knows I'm a taco addict. Um, but there were no tacos in this particular story. Matter of fact, it had nothing to do with food. 
or an asthma attack or the altitude. Um, my man, my homeboy, uh, Paul, Peter, Paul Wilson. Um, he's probably not going to want to relive this story. But, bruh, you're going to have to uh, relive this story one more time. So my apologies already. Um, as it is, my man Paul wasn't big on going out places. Um, you know, if we could play spades or bones or whatever and do it from the comfort of his home, it would be preferred. And me, I'm the one that likes to go anywhere. I'll go to the hood. I'll go to a mansion. As long as there's good music and free booze, I'm down. Oh, by the way, if you got your kitties listening to this segment, you might want to put it on pause and kick them out the room because there may be some colorful language. There may be some uh, scenarios that you would think differently of me, but I don't want your kids to hate me, so pause now. Okay, unpause. So, Paul and I are looking to get into something for the for a Saturday night. I'm a single man; he's single, and you know we both got over some. Uh, both of us got over a pretty bad breakup. Um, we dated cousins. I wouldn't suggest that. You know, it was kind of weird, and I don't even want to get into that story. Um, I'll tell it off the air for the people that want to listen to it. But anyways, San Diego is a small town, and there's I mean it's big. But it's small at the same time. Like, there's a lot to do, and there's not enough places to be at. Um, Especially if you're a young adult that likes to party and go out, there's very few places you can go. You may be able to find a few dive bars around, like, San Diego State. Um, If you go out to Ocean Beach, other dive bars. If you're into the club scene, there's the Gaslamp Quarter and... Mission Beach also has a few bars and some clubs. I met my wife in a club in Mission Beach, a Moose McGillicuddy's that's no longer there. But that's another story um, that I may tell or may not. It's my choice. But anyway, I'm like, Paul, I'm kind of tired of the places um, that are, you know, in San Diego as far as clubbing. There's not a lot to do. Um, if you're old school San Diego, you know, we go to Ministries, we go to Mr. O's. I don't even think either one of those were open anymore. That was the other place to go, but then you meet a lot of Navy wives and their husbands are out to sea, and that's another hot mess that you don't want to get into. But anyways, I'm like, yo, Paul, let's let's go out, man. He's like, man, I don't want to go nowhere. I don't really feel like hanging out at some club or something like that, especially in San Diego. I'm like, oh, so... You don't want to hang out in San Diego. (laughs) Okay. Look, man, I know you don't like TJ, but I think we can have a really good time in TJ. What do you think, bro? He's like, absolutely not. I am not down. Don't take me there. It's going to suck. I just don't have a good feeling about going to Mexico. I'm like, come on, P, man. You're acting like a little, you know, buster right now. He didn't like that. He said, you know what? Fine. Fine, whatever. Let's just go. Let's check it out. Let's see if we could have a good time. I'm like, bet. Let's go. Um, I said, I'll take my car, man. You know? And because I want to save money, I don't like driving into Mexico. For those that frequent Mexico quite a bit, there is a jack-in-a-box right 
at the border at San Isidro. And if you're slick, you park your car over there and you can leave it there all night and nobody will give a damn. So anyways, we go ahead, we take the car, park it, walk across the border, take the little party bus down on Avenida de Revolución, Revolution Avenue for those that don't know Spanish. And hey, forgive me for my accent. I know the words, I just can't say them good. So I'm doing better than half of y'all that's criticizing me. Anyways, so I'm thinking, you know, it's gonna be a good night. I just have a feeling. So we hit up a few clubs on Revolution Avenue. And of course, there's music playing all up and down the street for those that haven't been there. It's just a nonstop party. And I bet if you go there right now, you'll hear the same damn songs being spun on the records. The DJ is playing that same tired pre-recorded mix that they always play and act like they're DJing. You're not DJing. Stop lying to the people. Anyways, so we hit a one club and I'm like, man, I'm doing all right. Now, this is before smartphones. So um, I'm getting pager numbers, phone numbers, you know, and even a couple of those numbers I called. It's like, hey, this is Letty. What's up? And you hear that, you know, some hip hop or R&B playing in the background. Because that's we all did that when we had a greeting for a pager, you know. And some of y'all know it. That's why y'all laughing. And some of y'all are like mad dogging your radio or your phone because, damn, he's on to me. It's true. So... Picked up a couple numbers. P was pretty successful. We, we, we're having a good time, you know. And and he's like, you know, I think maybe we're going to be all right. I'm like, man, I'm telling you, we're going to have a good time. Second club happens. I get like two or three numbers. And I'm not even a Mac. I just, you know, trying to make girls laugh. And the more they laugh, they close their eyes. The more they close their eyes, they're not looking at me. So I'm not ugly to them. Feel me? You feel me. Uh, fellas, ugly fellas, ugly fat fellas, you feel me. Okay. That's why you're funny, because you don't want them to look at you. They just close their eyes. Anyways, I digress. So, second club is successful. We're having a good time. Getting my Mac on. And I'm like, man, I'm I'm really feeling myself. I didn't want the night to end. I think Paul was doing okay. He he had enough to where he's like, you know what? I, I, I think we can go back, you know, probably get some food, go back to the crib, you know play some video games or you know write some music or something i'm like you know what p i just have a feeling we need to go to one more club just one more please he's like ah nah come on dog let's go home i'm like paul trust me on this one listen to your homie i got you i think we should go to another club he's like okay so we go to club iguanas and it is packed like it man the ratio was like four females to every one male. So who, what's not to like about that situation? So we're like, I'm like, yo, this, this is dope. Like, I'm feeling it right now. And Paul was kind of tired. You know, he's, he wasn't really a night person back then. But sorry, Paul, I love you, man. I love you. Don't hate me after this, but damn, it's a good story. So I'm like. I'm going to do great here. And he's like, mm, the vibe is off. Now, Paul's big on vibes. And me, I just run right past him. If it's a bad vibe, I see a stop sign. To me, that's just like, oh, California roll. Mm, I'll just keep going. So I'm talking to this, this beautiful Latina in a red dress. And she's from the States. 
You know, she's from Chula Vista, so I'm like, oh, word. I go there a lot. I go to the hood parties there. I'm not ashamed of that. Anyways, so as I'm talking to this beautiful lady, that's not my wife, but I was single, so don't judge me. What the hell? Anyway, all of a sudden, there's like 10 to 15 federales or Tijuana police just read this place. And I'm like, now Club Iguanas is known for having a, a, a fun show. Sometimes they'll have like, well, I've heard, I've never witnessed. Wait, wait. Um, they have these shows where, you know, ladies will dance like dance contests. Not, not naked or nothing like that. You know, it's clean. Um, okay, like R-rated. Um, sometimes a t-shirt contest where they happen to spill water on it. I guess. I've heard. And so I'm thinking, okay, they got these people coming in. Maybe they're doing a show. But the DJ gets on the microphone. He says, okay, all the ladies. I'm like, yeah, all the ladies. All the ladies. He's like, no, not like that, bruh. Um, All the ladies need to exit the building immediately. All the males need to line up against the wall. Hands on the wall. Do not turn around. I'm like, what the? What the hell is going on around here? And they're like, there has been a drug lord that was murdered in the streets of Tijuana, and we need to make sure we capture the guy. Um, so every male needs to stay. Do not try to leave, or you'll automatically automatically go to jail. Now, I have friends that have been locked up in um, jail in Tijuana, and let me tell you, unless you got the money to, to get the hell out, it's pure torture. And I never wanted to be want to partake in that festivity so (laughs) i'm like man i don't know what to do i guess i just gotta wait and get searched but there's 15 of them and everyone's going down the line and paul's like man i told you i told you this is some bullshit this is fucking stupid i told you make sure there's no kids in the room but i gotta tell the story the way paul would say it or it's not gonna do it justice so forgive me so i'm like all right paul I don't see this ending well for us, so we're going to have to do something that I would never do in the States. When we find a way to get out of this mess, run. Just tip the hell out the door, run away. He's like, man, I told you. I told you. You're, I never should have listened to you. I'm like, man, okay, fine. Let, but just follow my lead this time, and I promise we'll get out of this mess, man. That's my word. All right. First cop searches me. Uh, he has nothing. He takes this gun like like lateral and shoves me to the next cop. And we proceed to do this like three or four more times. One of them digging in my pocket. And I'm not just saying that to be a punk. But this dude was digging for money, trying to steal some money from me. They do that down there. I, it's true. It's true. I'm not even lying about it. So Paul's like, yo, man, what, what are we going to do? I'm like, man, just follow my lead. Third cop. He has nothing. Pushes me with the gun. Fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh. And I'm seeing at the end of the line, like by the 12th cop, fools are getting hauled off in cuffs. For no reason. For no reason. Now they're looking for a Latino male. My man Paul is Scottish, Irish. Looks nothing like a black or Latino dude. With a bald head, I can look like a Latino dude. Okay? People think I'm Puerto Rican or Cuban or Dominican all the time. But no, I'm mixed. So we're going down the line. Third person. Fourth person, fifth person. 
I'm like, man, I'm going to find the smallest cop, and I'm just going to make way. So by, I think, the eighth cop, I'm like, yes, this guy's like 5'4". I can escape. He goes to hit me with his gun, and I take my two hands and shove him to my left. I'm like, break out, Paul, let's go. I'm gone. Okay, I'm, it's like, because I'm slow. But anyways, Paul, athletic, quick, he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, you stay here. You're going to jail. Let's get the hell out of here. So we're like, running. all right, man, let's go. Booking it. All of a sudden, I'm like, mira, 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 get him, get him, get him. I'm like, whatever. I don't even know what they were saying, man. I was just like scared. So I'm running, and like, Iguanas is like upstairs. We're like, bow. We just like break out, go downstairs. Just get out the door. All of a sudden, I'm like, yo, we, we made it. Let's get, a, let's get a cab. Let's get a cab. I'm like, you got any money? He's like, man, I got like 20 bucks. I'm like, I got like 15. Let's just give him the money and get the hell out of here. So as we uh, find the cab, flag him down, bam, we jump in the car. I was like, frontera, frontera, porote, porote, pues. He takes off. Like, this cab, if I saw this guy today, I would give him like a fat bonus because he was like, he knew these streets. I, there are streets in TJ I've never seen before. I'm like, just get us to the border. Get us to the border. He's like, okay, okay, my friend, my friend. I'm like, yeah, I'm your friend if you get us to the border. And Paul the whole time. Again, kids, earmuffs. What the fuck, man? This is some bullshit. Sorry, Pastor. I know I cursed. What the fuck, man? I can never fucking listen to you ever again. Fuck this, man. We're never going out again. We're never going out again. I'm like, man, calm down. He's like, we almost got thrown in jail. And I'm like, all right, all right. So it's like, blasting through these streets. And I'm like, yo, we got to get out. So we like, throw the money at him. We didn't even count it. I think it was like a $15 ride. We gave him like all the money we had. <laughs> and so we're like running, getting to the border. And, and like people walking in are crowded. We're like walking past them. And there actually is like cops following us, running after us. I'm like, oh, snap. Like they're really chasing us, bro. I thought we broke out. It's like, man, I hate you. I hate you. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, fine. Whew. All right, we're here. We're here. We're here. Just play, play cool. Play calm. Be calm. Curse me out later. We're going to get in there. So we get to the border. And it's like, okay. Uh, citizenship. United States citizen. Paul, same thing. United States citizen. We turn around. We're like, back here. The criminals, they ran from us. I'm like, man, no, those guys went down the other way. I saw it was like a big, big, fat black dude. Yeah, go that way. And I'm like, oh, okay, thanks. And they take off. And I'm like, ha, ha, ha. Woo, we made it. So I thought. Now, mind you, I'm in the military at this time. And they know that squids, that's what, that's what us Navy guys call each other. They know squids do dumb things in Mexico. So they're waiting at the border. Now, mind you, Paul, he has a goatee, earrings, and both ears. So it's like he, he doesn't look military at all. And because of my beautiful physique that I take pride in, a nice brown figure, I've um, always been chubby or fat. I was chubby in those days because I actually played basketball and I did PT and I ran. The guy did not suspect I was a squid. Now, if he knew I was Navy, I was done. It was over. It was a wrap. He was like, nah, he's he's not Navy. He's just some stupid college guy. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I would never join the military. <laughs> so we make it. 
And I'm like, Paul, I'm really sorry. Man, fuck you. I ain't never going back to TJ. Well, I'm never hanging out with you. You can forget it. I'm like, man, I'm sorry, man. That fool didn't talk to me for like a week and a half. <laughs> and I still feel bad about it to this day because if we didn't go to that club, that wouldn't have happened. We could have been locked up. And that was some scary stuff. Um, so the moral of the story is if you got enough phone numbers, you don't need to go to one more club. Okay? So take a tip from your uncle, Big Brother Jake. And that concludes story time. You're listening to the Big Brother Jake podcast. Okay, okay, we're all grown folks, right? So I was at a restaurant the other day and I overheard a conversation uh, between three homeboys. And quite honestly, it, it, it made me a little bit disturbed, a little bit sad. And I can't believe that couples, whether you're married or you're dating or you're exclusive or you're engaged or whatever, um, this baffled me. Okay, so let me set it up. Three dudes were like, yo, got this trip planned, man. We've been talking about it for months. Got the hotel picked out. Got the flights picked out. Just the homies. Just the homies. Everybody's still in, right? Um, no. Whoa, what? Now, mind you, I'm kind of just minding my business, you know. Is is at a restaurant, and I'm eating solo, you know, with all my friends. And I'm hearing this conversation just go south longer and longer. What do you mean, bro? We've been planning this for a long time. Yeah, I don't know, dude. I don't know, like. My girl's not down, yo. Like, I got to ask for permission. <laughs> what? You grown, brother. Now, I get it. I get it. When you're married, or you, you know, you have responsibilities, you have kids. You say, honey, I would really like to go to this event with my boys, you know, little homeboy weekend. Is that cool? I know you got the girls. I know you're going to be busy. You're going to be by yourself. You're going to have to take over a lot of the responsibility. Is that cool? My wife always says yes because that's just the relationships, the the kind of relationship we have. But this dude, it wasn't it wasn't a matter of you know because of responsibility. It wasn't a matter of you know he he literally had to ask for permission. To go out with his homeboys. Dude is not married. I heard all of this as a meeting. Dude wasn't married. Dude had no kids with her. They shared an apartment. He paid most of the bills. And he had to deal with that from his homeboys. The wrath from his homeboys. They were roasting him. Like killing him. Like you really got to ask for permission. Like you got to ask. Like what What have you been doing? We've been waiting for you to, to like ask. Homeboy's like, well, yeah, you know, uh, I I really gotta I gotta ask for permission to go. Like, I don't know if she's gonna let me. <laughs> let you, let you, a grown man with no kids, not married, let you go. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I don't care how much you love somebody. You need that time. You need time with your homies. 
You need time for yourself. You need time away from your significant other. I don't care how much you love them. It's fact. I love my wife. I've been married for 20 years. But I know she gets tired of my ass. And quite frankly, there's times I get tired of her too. Let's just be real. But seriously, like permission, it wasn't like, hey, I'm going, this is how it, no. Now, I don't know what happened. I don't know anything else from that story. I don't know what him and his girlfriend have been through, and I'm sure there's some issues there. But this is something I want to address with you, the listener, that's listening to this podcast right now. And I want to hear your email responses, um, the Big Brother Jake Podcast at gmail.com, so we could address this next episode. Uh, this episode's a little condensed because I was late on it, and we're going to have a new one up on Friday, so I don't like pulling serious double duty right now, but it just baffled my mind. I could not believe what I was hearing from this guy. Well, I don't know. And I, I don't know if they were going to Vegas or just like camping or something. It, it wasn't something that was like a bachelor party or nothing. It's just like, you know, the bros getting together, you know, probably cracking open some cold ones, enjoying each other's company, having a good time, probably, you know, like blowing off some steam, you know, doing what fellas do on a, on a road trip. I take it with my boys, you know, and my wife is cool like that. I'm not like, can I go? It's. You know, let me help. You know, I know you got things going on. If it's a bad time to go, I'll pick another date. But she's always accommodating. And likewise, if she wants to go out, hang out with her sisters, hang out with her friends, wants to go to Vegas, wants to go wherever the hell she wants to go. I don't care. I don't care. I encourage it. And I encourage all couples to do this. But this guy was scared. So then his boys are like, yo, 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 like. Why don't we call? And, no, 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 that'll make it worse. Which probably it would, because there's one dude like, I don't even like your girl. Like, I wouldn't be friends with somebody like my wife, straight up. But whatever, that's not my business. But this dude was like, all right. So they called. You know, he was like, oh, you know, so the fellas, you know, kind of decided that we want to make this trip happen. Uh, yeah, but. It's him on the phone. It's him on the phone. He he was not getting a word in. Yeah, but yeah, it was only gonna be for like two days. Yeah. Uh huh. <sighs> okay. All right. See you later. Bye. <laughs> I feel bad for dude, but you know I'm just sitting there eating. Can't really get involved in it. But his boys were fed up. Like, your girl goes out all the time. Your girl don't ask for anything. She tells you when she's going out. Man, that's a double standard. If I've never heard one, I, I was baffled. And every part of me wanted to just say, yo, what, what's up with you, man? Like, your girl really doing you like that? But that's not my place. But I'm interested. I want to I wanna address this. So... <laughs> <laughs> Even if you want to text me or leave a message on um, SoundCloud.com slash the Big Brother Jake podcast, you, you can leave comments as you're listening. Um, I really want to know what goes through somebody's head when this happens. Like, are you really asking for permission to go? 
An agreement is one thing. But permission? Like, no wife? You're not married? No kids? No obligation? And she's dictating that much of your life. And that that goes for fellas, too. Some of y'all controlling this hell, man. You need that break. You need that break. I don't care who you are, how much you love each other, what you've been through. I'm curious. I'm really curious to hear this. So the Big Brother Jake Podcast at gmail.com. Send me your thoughts on this. If you want me to say your name on the air, I will. If you don't, I won't say it anyway. No, I'm just kidding. I won't. Um, I may just use a first name or a fake name. But I'm really interested in what people have to say about this. Okay. Well, we come to that part of the show where we're ending. I'm like, already? Yeah. I, I did a shorter show this this week. Smaller segments. Um, the next episode, we will have independent artists playing their music or well, submitting their music. I already have a few bands and, and artists and poets. Yes, poets. Um, that, that are going to rock out and uh, display their skills. So we're going to take care of that and play their new music on the podcast on Friday, this upcoming Friday. What day is that? I'm doing this right now. The next episode will be Friday, October 12th. We'll get into more depth. Um, hopefully by then my Dodgers have clinched. And uh, we'll play the Milwaukee Brewers because I can't take this losing to Atlanta stuff, and they're not that good a team. Um, that's what's happening as this has been recorded. Um, go Blue, go Dodgers. Um, but I want to hear your thoughts. Again, the Big Brother Jake Podcast at gmail.com. Does your significant other need to have permission to go on a girls or guy trip? Because the way this guy was just so defeated, it made me sick to my stomach to even think about it. Anyways, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Again, soundcloud.com slash the Big Brother Jake podcast and iTunes. That's where you'll find the episodes every week. I can't wait. Friday's going to be a fun day. We're going to have a good time. And yo, tell a friend. Let them know the Big Brother Jake podcast is just off and running. Again, thanks for the support. Love y'all. I will talk to y'all on Friday. Deuce. You're listening to the Big Brother Jake Podcast.